Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. What is up? Welcome back to Tomahawk. I am your host, Rob Fox, joined as always by Dan Holloway. And uh, we actually have some very late breaking news. I think probably, I think I saw the tweet like an hour ago. Yeah. Um, so that made it into the outline, and we might as well talk about it at the top of the show because that's what it's titled. Uh, Freddie Freeman, after spending the weekend in Atlanta, uh, the Dodgers visiting to uh, play and unfortunately take two of three from the Braves, mm. <laughs> had some FOMO after probably, presumably, a very emotional ring presentation and everything like that a nice greeting from the fans uh after the big emotional weekend and all that stuff according to buster only he tweeted the following uh buster only did sources freddie freeman who has told friends he's angry without how his free agent negotiations played out is changing representation away from excel he is currently uh listed as being self-represented um yeah i mean that's interesting i Good for him for making a course correction. Yeah. Um, probably could have avoided all this. Yeah. But, you know. I mean, that's what Chipper told him. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, it's. I, 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 in some ways, feel bad for the guy. Um, you know, you got to take a bit more of an active approach when it comes to your own livelihood probably and not like, I don't know why anybody would trust an agent. Right. You know what I mean? Like their, their job is to maximize their fee, Mm -hmm. not necessarily to do what's best for you and your family. Uh, No, they're absolutely like, and especially to, you know, we say this all the time when a player's uh, will maybe take a hometown discount or something. mm -hmm. It's like, well, you know, what's an extra $15 million to him. Mm -hmm. Because you're making so much money or whatever, but to the agent, that extra fifteen, extra, that extra money adds up more because they're getting only a slice of yeah. it, right? So it, it it is way mm-hmm. there's way more incentive for the agent to want to maximize a contract mm-hmm. than there is for the player to want to maximize a contract. Yeah. yeah, I mean the the amount of money that he's going to end up making in addition to what the Braves offered him is not very much mm-hmm. considering the amount that's going to go to California's taxes. Yeah. Um, and it could be even worse because they're trying to raise taxes right, right. now during a uh, fucking recession. That's weird. But And Georgia um, has, a, I think, a nice situation where Georgia does have an income tax, mm-hmm. but they don't, it's pretty low mm-hmm. and they don't have wild property taxes. Like say Texas, for example. Yeah. Like whenever a player signs in Texas, they're like, well, this contract's yeah. actually worth this much. Because, you know, there's no income, state income tax there. And it's like, yeah, all right, well, f- as long as he doesn't buy a house. Considering uh, how close the numbers were at the end of the day, and then if you recall, there was uh, part of the conversation that led the Braves to uh, get Matt Olson in the first place was Excel gave them like a one-hour deadline or yeah. some shit like that. It was a completely. really like, petulant. Uh, almost seemingly unprofessional shit. Uh, definitely an unforced error on their part. Like yeah. they, they overplayed their hand there a little bit. I, I don't know why they would do something like that. Maybe they were counting on Anthopolis being nostalgic or mm-hmm. something, but that's not really how he operates, man. Uh, he is not a nostalgic no. guy. That was a huge misstep on their part. Um, and you know, <clears throat> this, this was the prevailing theory uh, in the days after the Braves signed medals and Freddie signed with the Dodgers was that uh, he was mismanaged, wasn't really in on the process that much. And a lot of this stuff happened without his uh, say. So I, it's, I man, it's really interesting that he waited this long to do it. I guess it really hit him hard being back around all of his buddies and shit. Like yeah. uh, Dansby's basically his kid's godson and shit like that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's not good. Look, you're not, it's a business. You're not going to stay somewhere forever. Maybe, uh, that there's that really strong uh, uh, Freddie Freeman, Dansby Swanson connection, but there's a decent chance that Dansby Swanson is going to be somewhere else next year, right? Like, it, this isn't fucking... Yeah, Dansby Swanson some, is, is making himself very expensive yeah, yeah. right now. It, it's like, uh, you know, none of this stuff ever works out 
like a, a 30 minute sitcom where everything is resolved in the end. You know what I mean? It's, right, it's, right. This is real life, but it's unfortunate. Everybody likes Freddie. Um, <clears throat> obviously the, the Braves organization and the fans there handled it really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of thought with Mookie Betts out, they might lead him off. So he would be the first guy up at least in that first game. I thought that would have been a cool move yeah. for Dave Roberts to, to do. And to, to be honest, not a bad leadoff guy. No, yet. in a world where speed isn't really a factor, and to, and and in the Dodgers lineup, it's not really a, that much of a factor. Like at the top of the lineup with Trey Turner and Mookie Betts, it is, but that's pretty much it. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like Bellinger's a really good base runner, but he doesn't run like those other guys do. I mean, he yeah 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 he's not like a sprint speed guy. No, like he covers he, he covers the outfield yeah, really well. Yeah. yeah yeah. But it's it's like uh, you know I, that would have been a cool thing. Like you know how if you're about to win. Uh, a championship in basketball, you put all your fucking players onto the court. Yeah. And then, you know, with like a couple of seconds left, you put your starters back in so they can celebrate on court and all this stuff. They're, that would have been neat, but otherwise I thought they handled it perfectly. Um, uh, it was bittersweet in a lot of ways. It like, I, I, look, I don't, I don't really miss him as a player that much uh, because it, n- I, I do because he's very productive, but not like I'm not all bent out of shape about it because he's doing well. Like everything worked out, right? Mm-hmm. Which is what we expected. We expected Matt Olson to do well. He's going to hit like fucking 70 doubles this yeah. year. Uh, we expect Freddie Freeman to be the same Freddie Freeman has always been, and that's exactly what he's doing. Both guys are playing great de- defense. The thing, the bitter part about it is that he's clearly not happy. Yeah, uh, I don't know if they go on to win a championship or something, and that heals it. I don't know, but I don't think so. It's just it sucks to see. Like, so we talked about it on the show. Like, clearly, Freddie was being naive with the process, mm. and he is honestly this reaction and all this stuff tells me that that's exactly what happened because he is kind of just like a sweet naive guy, and he's reacting the way a sweet naive guy would react to realizing that a mistake was made he made a mistake and trusting the wrong people type of thing and i it's yeah it just fucking sucks to see and by the way it kind of rankled the dodgers a little bit see what kershaw said no i didn't see it so uh after the friday night reception or whatever kershaw said it's very cool to see the reception of freeman uh he's obviously been a big contributor for our team and i hope we're not second fiddle we're a special team over Why would here you too. even say something like that? I mean, that, that almost sounds like there's been some distance between Freddie Freeman and the Dodgers in the clubhouse. Oh, well, let me go on to continue okay. the quote. I think whenever he gets comfortable over here, he'll really enjoy it. It was a good night for him. That's a real cunty thing to say. <laughs> like, I, that's not something I expect out of clayton kershaw it's kind of petulant to be honest yeah why would he say that like how what 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 benefit like you think you're gonna refocus your guy by calling him out in public like that for not loving you enough are you kidding me he's hitting he's hitting pretty well he's a top 20 in fr right now like he's he's hitting uh 304 eight home runs 46 rbi 875 ops uh pretty good year yeah He's he's gonna hit, get a hundred RBI. He's he, he's probably gonna get close to two hundred hits. Um, I, I don't know why you would. That's that's a really stupid thing to say. Yeah, honestly, it's and it's weird. very unprofessional as well to handle your business like that. Like you, if you got a like, Freddie alluded to it as well. He's like, almost. It'll be nice to get this out of the way so we can just go back to playing baseball, mm-hmm. right? That's a good way to say that. Yeah. Like that would have been, if Kershaw would have been like, this is, I'm glad he's getting recognized for what he did and we're just looking forward to getting back to playing baseball. You know what I mean? That's yeah. a perfectly reasonable way to say that without being a piece of shit about it. <laughs> um, but I, I don't really know much about Kershaw, to be honest. Like he's a pretty quiet dude. He usually. is pretty quiet. Yeah, he's pretty reserved. Uh, a little Jesus-y from what I know. He's a Dallas guy, right? Highland yes. Park. Highland yeah, Park, that's the maybe. only thing we yeah. know about him, right, is he was teammates <laughs> with Matthew Stafford. Yeah, he went to, went to high school with my wife, actually. Uh, not that they knew each other, but yeah, play with Matt Stafford, coached by my father-in-law, stepfather-in-law, I should say. Um, whatever. Um, yeah. Um, he knew your wife. He did. He know her biblically. <clears throat> Who knows? Um, either way, you know, I. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if uh, you know. He continues to be unhappy there, and we trade for him, and one of them DHs while the other one plays first base. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, 
that would be a stretch for AA to get Liberty Media to pay that much money. <laughs> uh, but, you know, maybe they will. Who right. knows? Um, but, yeah, it's, I, I, it was a good homecoming. He actually had a good series as well, which is, uh, I'm sure, something that he's going to take with him out of here. But clearly unhappy about the way the process happened, yeah. which is it unfortunate. Stinks. stinks to see him unhappy. I, I yeah. love the guy. I, I literally, and he was the last <clears throat> link to the Braves we grew up with. Yeah, yeah. Right, because he played with Chipper. Mm-hmm. He was the link from Chipper to the present, and now yeah. that's just, it's over, and it's fine. Everything ends, but yeah, uh, yeah interesting story that just broke. Um, kind of confirms everything that everyone really thought. No one thought mm-hmm. that Freddie was fucking big dick in the Braves. No. Well, he, he, he that's not who he is. No. That's what makes it all worse, to be honest, is that he... I... I I can't imagine there's anybody, if you did like a, well, I guess there's 26 people on a roster now, so 26 times the number of teams, that's the amount of players. It's usually around 750, I think, mm-hmm. in, ma- in the majors at any given time. If you, I, I can't imagine you would run into a whole lot of people. You could probably count them on one hand that had some kind of issue with Freddie Freeman, right, of right. any sort. And it would probably be a pitcher on the Marlins because they just <laughs> plunk us for no fucking reason all the time. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's... The nicest guy, great player. He always shows up. And to be honest, man, the guy is great in the clutch. At no point during his career have his has his effort or motivation been in question. Not ever. No. Not, not for one second of his gameplay. And his stats clearly bear out that that's not the case this year as well. Yeah. Really disappointing to see Kershaw say that. That's I, I just don't understand that. It's, yeah, stupid. Fuck Kershaw, whatever. One of you... Win a World Series in a real season, you bitch. Um, yeah, he never will. <laughs> uh, but next up, uh, kind of in the same vein as that, uh, talking about let's talk about the last two series. So the Braves uh, had a really easy start to the month and took literally full advantage of mm-hmm. it. You could not have asked for a better uh, performance against the uh, sort of squishy part of our schedule. Uh, then they did have to play seven games against the Giants and Dodgers. So that was going to be brutal. We had picked up. We'd gotten to within five games, then ran into these two series mm-hmm. and uh, basically held serve. We're still five games back, I believe, correct? Yep. Uh, so that Braves went four and three against the Giants and Dodgers took three of one in a four game series against the Giants. We're on the verge of taking two of three from the Dodgers and uh, Jansen uh, blew that Sunday night baseball game. Yeah, let's do this in reverse order. So uh, <clears throat> Sunday night's game. That was just like typical. You're going to get like three to five of those a year from Jansen. He's not. He's he's never a a closer with a clean card. No, no, definitely not. And and every now and again, you know, the the hit that actually drove the runs in was like 85 mile per hour velo, broken bat. That whole thing. It happens, man. Um, And then even to get on base, though, he didn't walk anybody. It was a first. First one was a first pitch, pitch ambush. Yeah, all with two outs. So because mm. he struck the first two guys out, like no problem. Yep. First one ambushed on the first pitch. Second one, um, I forgot who got the hit, but he just worked it. I mean, it was yeah, a great it was a, it was a good good at bat. I think it was three uh, two, and he just like uh, caught a cutter that didn't cut enough. Yeah, and kind of guided it. It was a, it was a good at bat. Yeah, and then obviously they ended up losing the game, but um, <clears throat> that one I felt like we should have won the first. The second game of the series, well, let, let, let me go into this game first because... Um, what, game two? Uh, no, game three. Okay. So they lost, yeah, but there's some important shit happened. So Spencer Strider, a rookie, Huge. who had his worst ever outing in his last start, right? Yeah. Probably because he had had his longest ever outing before that, came back, and uh, I wouldn't necessarily say he dominated, but he went, up, he went head-to-head with one of the best lineups in baseball against probably the best pitcher this year in baseball. Tony Gonsolin has, has been the best pitcher in baseball. Per ERA by, by a run. But just like his efficiency is shit. Look, yeah. at, look at how many pitches he throws per game yeah. uh, sometime, like on fan grabs or something, and just check out how efficient he's been. Because he's, he's only throwing like 94. Oh, he's on my fancy team. Yeah. He's, he's, every, he's, every time out, it's a win. I mean, he's 9-0. Mm. Uh, in fact, the, so the Braves, they, they didn't technically beat him. But, yes, uh, yeah, yeah. But in his starts, yeah, he's yeah. still doing pretty well. Um, he didn't beat the Braves either, though, I yeah. guess I should say. Uh, but Strider went six innings, five hits, no runs, no walks, seven Ks. I mean, you put him in, you put this kid in, and by the way, he's throwing, what did he pitch, like fucking 10 games in the minor leagues or some shit? It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't yeah. very much. You put him up against 
the other reigning champion, right, from the previous season with probably, not probably, definitely a better team than they had then. Even with bets out of the lineup for this game, they're still better. That lineup's still better probably. than the 2020. No, it's not probably. They're definitely better because yeah. they had Trey Turner and that lineup. Yeah, had Freddie true. Freeman had in that Trey lineup. Trey Turner, yeah. I guess. Some you get somewhere in between old Bellinger and terrible Bellinger from the year after. He's 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 at like two forty Bellinger he's, this he's, year. He's That's serviceable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he ever get back to twenty nineteen MVP, no. but he's like very serviceable now. So their team, they they went up against a much better uh, team than we faced even in the playoffs last year. To be honest, mm-hmm. against the hottest pitcher in all of baseball, and Strider had an ex- excellent outing. Uh, uh, Michael Harris. Another two hits. That dude's on fire, yeah. and I guess that's just. Weren't the Dodgers like totally blanking on this? But I, the Dodgers did not have Muncie in the series against us, correct? He got hurt. Yeah, he was hurt last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so Muncie's he, back, but he's still kind of working his way back. Right. But yeah, still, I mean, it's it's a much better lineup now. Game two was just. Uh, so we we blew leads in game two and three. Yeah, we we we've been blowing a lot lately. It's well, the there was both- that back and forth game with San Francisco. We'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, it's it's. Uh, we were up 3-0. Um, Bellinger drove in a run after a couple of... Like, Chris Taylor had a great at-bat. Yeah. And uh, Bellinger ended up driving in a run. I mean, dude, even the trash parts of that Dodger lineup, the quote-unquote trash parts of the Dodger lineup, like, they're all <clears throat> grinders. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even if, you, even if they all eventually weekly fly out or something like that yeah. like you're not get you're not getting them to do that in two pitches no like it's every at bat is just fucking work yeah and it's you know that's that over time it wears on you you know like yeah. in, a, in a in a in one and one game playoff or a single game probably won't matter that much right if you've got the right pitching staff and your guys are hitting their spots it probably won't matter over the course of seven game series even not just the course of the season, but because Tampa Bay is built to win over the course of the season. Mm-hmm. Then they get to the playoffs and it's like, we'll see what happens. Right. It's right. an, they're an aggregate style winner. Um, they, these guys have the ability to do both just mm-hmm. like the Braves do. Like they are one to nine are fucking good. Right. The yeah. number nine hitters hitting three fucking 40 right now. Uh, the thing that pissed me off about this game, we, luckily we still won the game, but uh mentor comes out and throws this grooves of first, pitch down the middle fastball to will smith who is despite what our guys have done still the best hitting catcher in baseball yeah and he hits like fucking this year he's he's 300 but four of his 11 home runs uh have come against left-handed pitching in about a quarter of the at-bats right a third or a quarter of the at-bats so he crushes left-handed pitching and you think what you're just going to get away with the first pitch get me over (laughs) fastball what are you doing man that that is fine to have mentor in there because he's been so good sure mentor uh, pitched well for the remainder of the inning, yeah. even. But that—that's a mental mistake with a one-run lead. You can't fucking make, right? Mm-hmm. If you're a, if you're pitching on high-leverage innings, and look, I know I it's June, but you know, train how you fight. That's what we say. I—I I, I didn't really like that very much. Um, Ozuna came back and just absolutely fucking tattooed Gratterall. Jesus yeah. Christ! And Gratterall, by the way, he looks like. Not a, he doesn't look like much, but that dude throws fucking gas, man. Jesus Christ, they got so many arms that throw gas over there. Even more, like we've got it from the left side, they've got it from the right side over there. Um, and then game, uh, game one, we just got dominated. Yeah, like Urias is so fucking good, man. That guy's good. A couple years ago, when they were bringing him out of the pen primarily, I was like, uh, I was like, what trying to figure out where this guy's gonna go in life, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's they're using him mostly like spot starter and then mop up guy or, mm-hmm. or long reliever after a, uh, an opener or something like that. Kind of the same situation as Strider. Yeah, a little bit, but man, he fucking just really hit his stride last year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he was 20 he was game a, winner. Was he second in size? Second. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 20 game winner last year. He's probably going to win 20 again this year. That dude is just a fucking stud. He's five and six though. He's not getting any run support this year. Right. It's all going um, to Gonsolin. Yeah. But he, he is, uh, still got a two forty eight ERA. Yeah. He's uh, filthy. Well, yeah, you don't he, want to run into these mother. I mean, yeah. like this is like their B team rotation and it's still goddamn insane. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're, they're going to be, their top three guys are going to be, uh, uh, Urias, Bueller, and Gonsolin, and then you've got Clayton Kershaw. Look, I mean, if you can fucking rest him enough during the season, he's going to yep. be effective in the playoffs. Yeah. So they're a super dangerous team. But game, I didn't pay a whole lot of attention in the aftermath of game one because we just got handled. Like, there's nothing to say about that. Right. You had a pitcher, uh, 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 
the bullpen was good. They locked it down after uh, Anderson came out, mm-hmm. and he did his thing and gave up four runs, which is what he does in every fucking game, apparently. Yeah. Uh, but uh, everybody played well, but you're when you get a pitching performance like Urias, you got to be perfect on the other side, and they weren't even close to perfect yeah. on that. The The Giants won. I, I, you know, it's... Very bizarre series. Yeah, I'm greedy. Like, the couple of walk-offs... I'm I'm greedy because I wanted that I wanted game two as well. I feel like there there were a couple of um, there were a couple of moments where we should have locked that down. I mean Jackson Stevens has been exceptional out of the bullpen this year, yeah. and he just fucking gave up three runs. Like he's that I think that's the only multi run inning he's had in the entire season. It just happened to happen in this ten twelve ten game. Yeah, uh, uh, and sometimes it's just like that. I guess I don't know. Um, I mean, if honestly, if the if, if People in the bullpen are going <laughs> to suck. You might as well just do it all at the same time, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yeah, go the, back to being great. Yeah, because uh, Lee pitched one and one and two thirds, but everybody else that pitched in relief that night gave up runs. Um, I know that was a <clears throat> they were coming off that Cub series where the bullpen at the tail end got used a lot, and then the uh, game one of the series was super tight, right? Yeah. So we had to use some of our top guys. Uh, it is what it is, you know. Uh, I still wanted it though. I wanted that one, and the good news is that um, it's crazy that we were. I mean, you can go. It can go either way because yeah. we did have like what two walk off wins, but I mean, mm. they were not I just far don't away like, from being six, uh, five and one. Yeah, I just don't like. Lose, five, I'm sorry, six and one. Six and one in that, and in, instead of four and three. Yeah, like I don't like losing games. You should win. Yeah, it, it just. I think it fucks. Not not only did you lose the game, but it, I think it fucks with team psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think that's one of the reasons <clears throat> that we ended up beating the Dodgers last year in the LCS, aside from just winning the first two games. Mm-hmm. They had had an exhausting end of the season trying to chase the D- Giants and not catching them. Yeah. Then an exhausting NLDS after <laughs> a, an exhausting playing game against the Cardinals. And then they come to Atlanta and they they could have won both those two games when we walk them off twice. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just like what do you have left in the fucking tank yeah. after that? And you're yeah. right. I mean, you're right. It takes a, it takes a toll. It does. I mean, but it's June, so everything's taking a toll right now. You know it's what the I mean? Dog days, like yeah. you said, it's like get it all out of the way now. Um, and we've got. I don't see it in the notes here, but there's a couple of bright spots. Matzik is pitching in yes. uh, double A, I think, or single yeah, A. Yeah. I think single A. He's um, on his way back. Yeah, it'll probably take him about a week to get his arm back in shape and his legs. Uh, maybe maybe a week and a half. Um, Rosario is now hitting, and he's mm-hmm. he's two of six so far in his return. So at least he's seeing the ball. Yeah, yeah, that's good. His eyes I mean, work again. <clears throat> that's going to be a really interesting situation. I mean, it, so Acuna's out for now. We'll see what happens with that. I think they're just being cautious because there's no structural damage or anything there's no structural damage but he has said he can't put weight on it yeah so well, that's what he said the first day he's, Who knows he's still like scooting now. around yeah on his little like on those little knee scooters or whatever he's got yeah. one of those which i assume he's having a blast with yeah he's a fucking lunatic um <laughs> but yeah that's i mean honestly that's good you, like he's got three more months to get his legs in shape and shit it's yeah. not like clay thompson coming back in march and then the playoffs are in april or whatever right. or actually starting to get like good playing time um, but yeah, we've got Matzik and Rosario probably coming back in the next two weeks, both good signs. Um, and then, you know, the clock is on, uh, Kirby Yates mm-hmm. and the clock is on Mike Soroka after that. And we just got McHugh back who was out. Colin McHugh. Yeah. Yeah. But he's not really back yet. His arm's clearly not in shape. Yeah. Like he's, his, uh, it could be his rhythm as well, but you can tell he's a little off, but that it's baseball, man. He, he hasn't had a great year. No, he, he started out kind of. Yeah. Iffy, um, but I mean, talent overall, <clears throat> talent wise, he's still yeah, he's really good. Yeah, the dude, he he'll get there. I mean, this is getting rep, getting in reps. Luckily, we still got three months of the season left, right? Right, exactly. And honestly, you know, you want to get the. We really haven't had. We literally have not had the whole bullpen together yet. Yeah, well, we may not for this season technically because uh, might not get it till September. We October. well, we may not have it at all. It depends on Jansen. I don't know what. The, yeah, so, so he's having heart palpitations again. He had this issue. Um, in twenty eight, early twenty eighteen, he had heart surgery to correct it, and he's that that was his second one in twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. With that obviously, it eventually kind of caused him to change the way he pitches. Yeah, I think yeah. like he had to adjust something with just 
I don't remember what it was because he, he was a Dodger, so I didn't look into yeah, it yeah. super closely. It, it's it's one of the reasons he takes so much time on the mound, which yeah. is going to be a problem next year because the pitch clock is coming in, right? Um, yeah. So, whatever. But um, <clears throat> fucking, he. I mean, he palpitates on the mound. To be quite honest, like the, the, yeah. his delivery is. I yeah. hate. He's it. just feeling what we're all feeling every time he pitches, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Much. Uh, but yeah, it's he. He's uh, that that'd be a big loss. But we've got people coming. Like our even without him, our bullpen's still better than it was last year. It was pretty goddamn good last year. Yeah. So, not too worried about that. There's would, more important things than baseball. Kenley Jansen's an awesome human being. Everybody loves him. Yeah. So take care of yourself. Take care of your yeah. fucking heart. So I mean, that probably you would think means I, I was I assumed that uh uh whatever the fuck uh, Anthopolis was going to make some kind of moves at the mm. deadline or whatever. Uh, obviously, that's still a long way away. Um. And I assumed it might be something with the bullpen because I don't know where else you add anything. But now I feel overwhelmingly <laughs> that he'll make a uh, like I didn't know how big the move was going to be. Mm. I guess you could say or moves. Now it feels like he may make at least a mid a mid sized move to ensure that the bullpen has the depth he envisioned for it at the start of the season. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, Emmanuel Clay's from. Uh, from the Indians mm-hmm. will probably be coming to the Braves if I had to guess. Like the Braves front office and the Cleveland front office have worked together a lot in the past. Yeah. Uh, quite a bit all through the 2000s actually and some of the 2010s as well. They got a pretty good relationship and I think you're going to see I I texted you the other day the uh, the Braves AAA rotation right oh, now. Oh yeah. So the it's Braves obscene. where is it? Um Let's what was see. it was like Oscar Noah? <clears throat> it's Tucker Davidson, who's still the top pitching prospect in all of baseball, apparently. Uh he's like the most sought after, not not the top pitching prospect, but he's the most sought after guy in trades mm-hmm. so far this year for some reason. He's a lefty, why. right? Yeah. Yeah. Tall lefty. He's like six five yep. or something. Uh so there's Tucker Davidson, Bryce Elder, Kyle Muller, Tuki DeSaint, and uh Oscar Noah. Oscar Noah actually might be back on the team pretty soon, um, based on how he's been pitching. But yeah. <clears throat> that to be to be frank, at least four of those guys could start on Pittsburgh right now. Yeah, uh, and and one or two like Elder could be the fifth man on a lot of teams mm-hmm. right now. So could Noah. Um, so I think one of those guys is probably going to go. I don't know which one Get it's going to be. Or yeah, it'll probably. I I think it's going to be Elder because he reminds me of. Um, <clears throat> God, what was that dude's name? The right-hander that we traded a couple years last year. Bryce uh, Wilson. Uh, Bryce Wilson. Yeah. Oh, no, he that was two years ago. No, no. He, we traded him last year, or maybe before last year, because he pitched in, for us in the 2020 yeah. NLCS. Pitched a b- brilliant game for us, actually. Yeah, I think we traded him to Pittsburgh or something, right? Yes. Um, yeah, so he, they remind me of each other. For fucking that dude who didn't even make the Rodriguez, who didn't even make the Yeah, that's roster. true, but at the time, it was a good move. I think this is a better one. Clays is fucking 24 years old. He throws gas. He's got a .77 whip. He's, yeah. the, he's like the third leading saves guy in baseball. Mm-hmm. And uh, to, if you suspect in any way that um, Jansen might not make it back this year, you have to go get this guy. Yeah. Right? You have to get him specifically and make him the closer because... Now, do you make him the closer? Yes. Or do you go back to Will Smith? Who did it for uh, us last I would flip flop those two guys. Okay, I, like Matzik doesn't want to be. I don't think that's where he's best leveraged. Like he can do it. There's no, no question about need, that. I mean, Matzik is a chess piece that you need to be able to move around the board. I need to be able to use him in from five to eight. Yeah, and I, same thing for Mentor. I need to be able to use him at five to eight. And when Kirby Yates comes back, I want to use him like seven to nine, probably. Like Yates, yeah. can, Yates can close too, but we can't count on him being a hundred percent. I don't know what you're then. gonna get from him. Clays is going to be 100%. That dude's uh, a fucking stud. And I think they could probably get him right now. Like, the Indians aren't going to be good for a while. It's going to be a minute no. before they're good. Uh, I, I think if he were a position player or a starting pitcher, they would probably hold on to him because he's young and he's so good. But a, a closer? No, clo- like, closers have peaks. It's like a three- or four-year window where you're really good. Yeah. Then you have a couple of down years and you... Re- learn a third pitch or whatever are, and you come back and dominate yeah. for another three or four they years. They are of no value to a team that is not competing or Correct, going to yeah. compete within the next two years. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I honestly, I think that he, he's definitely on the move. I just, I, I hope Anthopolis makes a move for him. We've got so much pitching depth. Like Bryce Elder could be a number three starter for Cleveland. 
yeah. by next year, probably. Mm. So, and look, I I like the kid. I don't want to lose him or anything, but we got no. Win. I, yeah, he he and what that he had a lot of, uh, I guess, just like love in terms of people thought he was really mature, like I, in terms of like strategy, mm. pitching strategy. Like yeah, he yeah, knew yeah. how to pitch. You know, that's that's what a lot of the guys that played with him in the minors said. Like he's. He isn't just like Spencer Strider is still learning how to pitch. Yeah. Bryce Elder is not learning how to yeah. pitch still. He knows how to pitch. It's just a matter of mechanics and, and, and hitting the spots and learning. Uh, like everything's a little faster in Major League Baseball, right? Right. So that sinker you throw that catches, um, you know, a, a quarter of the plate instead of just like an eighth of the plate, that ball's getting hit hard now. Yeah. So you got to adjust a little bit. Maybe it never does. Who knows? Some guys don't, but he's definitely got all the talent. I think he's probably the one that gets shipped out. Yeah. Well, and, you know, he doesn't have the, the velo, obviously, of Strider, but of a lot. Mm. He's, he's kind of a middle tier velocity guy. Yeah. He's like a 94, 95 yeah. guy. Which but is, he's a sinker ball. You don't want to throw it too hard, right? Right. Like Kevin Brown had problems with that sometimes. He would be, he would go on like seven, eight, nine game uh, runs where nobody could hit him. And then his velocity would go from like 96, 97 to 98, 99. And his sinker was flat. And he would, yeah. they, like you, you want to see how far a baseball can go through a flat sinker down the middle that was supposed to be low to one of, to a juiced up late 90s hitter. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was probably no player in the MLB aside from uh, the Yankees core, the mm. 90s Yankees core that, kept the Braves from achieving their success yeah. more than Kevin Brown. Well, there was that one game with LeVon Hernandez, but it was just the one game. Right. That's because Eric Gregg's fat ass couldn't see. Like, he was already losing his vision to, to diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> I've, that's the worst called game I've ever seen in my ever. life. Yeah, what did he have, like 14 strikeouts or some shit Oh, like something that? insane like that. Um, yeah, dumb. But, yeah, I mean, he was throwing, like, 95 a foot off the plate. Mm-hmm. Uh, which people say is karma for the Braves getting a foot off the plate for a decade with Maddox, Cloud, and Smoltz. But it's probably true, yeah. <laughs> so they had Kevin Brown in those back-to-back years because he, he was on that '97 Marlins that team. Brown and Lighter. Who else was on that team? Hernandez and but then Brown. Mm. Remember in that offseason went to the Padres. Yep. And then beat us in the NLCS again the next fucking year. Yeah, and they but that they got theirs because they got absolutely fucking torched in the World Series. That yeah, was and that look, was we the, weren't going to win that World no, Series either. Not. But that was the least competitive World Series I think I've ever seen. Oh my god! That Just, what was it ninety eight Yankees. Yeah, the ninety eight Yankees. Yeah, it was terrible. The, I, there's the like. Everyone says that, you know, the 27 Yankees are the legendary Yankees. Very true, but the, those goddamn 98 Yankees were... <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that was the peak of that dynasty. What do you think about uh, Manny Ramirez saying that if Derek Jeter played in Kansas City, he would have been a nobody or whatever? Well, so there was more context to that statement, mm. and he said essentially, like, essentially that, yeah, he would be a nobody, but part of the reason he would be a nobody is just because no one would have, he could put up the same numbers, but no one would have paid attention to him. Right. Instead, he did it on the biggest stage and in mm-hmm. the World Series, and that's why he's the GOAT or whatever. And that's probably fucking true. Well, yeah, it's definitely, I mean, there's some guys that go to New York and they just can't hack it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of guys actually go to New York and they just can't handle the pressure. So there's probably some truth to that. I mean, it is, I mean, dude, like, look at his... I mean, fuck. Look, just look at George Brett is what the second best third baseman of all time, probably. And if maybe third, um, I, th- I think Schmidt's probably one. Eddie Eddie Matthews from the Braves, yeah. Uh, Brooks Robinson, if you include defense, mm-hmm. but not like he, he. I think he only hit three hundred home runs. Who Brooks? Um, yeah, hey, Frank- Brooks wasn't this, on the hitting level that Brett Schmidt, Matthews, no, 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 or no. even Chipper were. No. But uh, I mean, but Brooks, he's yeah, he's a top really. ten guy, and people people know him. But how many people? I think a, be, a better comparison might be Robin Yount, right? Yeah, like Robin Yount has three thousand hits, right? And if you ask a, a, a random baseball fan right now, even people our age, they may not know who Robin Yount is. Literally, like they seriously may not know what his fucking name is. Yeah, That's a fair Milwaukee. point. Yeah, he I, played in Milwaukee and uh, uh, fucking God, where else did he play? But yeah, I, I think he's one hundred percent right. I mean, did anyone know? You, you, people probably don't even realize that Carlos Beltran and Johnny Damon started on the fucking Royals. Yeah, yeah. Quite a no, few people did actually. Yeah. Um, no, maybe he only did play. Yeah, he only played for the Brewers. <sighs> and Robbie yeah. Yount's a Hall of Famer too, correct? I believe. He, oh yeah, he's yeah, yeah. he's uh, uh, knows who the one two is. MVPs, uh, some Gold Gloves. <laughs> yeah. He's got, let's see. Manny's point stands. 250 home runs, 1,400 RBI. 
more RBI than strikeouts, which is the sign of a truly great hitter, in my opinion. Like if you've yeah. got over 200 home runs and you've got more RBI than you have strikeouts, then you are a great hitter. Especially because you can, I guess you can technically <laughs> get an RBI every at bat. Yeah. Like you always have a chance to get an RBI, but let's be real, like that would require hitting a home run every bat. Yeah. You have a chance to strike out every at bat. Yep. You really don't have a chance to get an RBI every no. at bat. 3,142 hits. Yeah. And nobody knows who the fuck that guy. He won two MVP awards. Yeah. Nobody knows who he is. No one knows who that fucking probably guy is. Probably a top, what, what would you say? I mean, he's probably a top 10 player of the 80s. He, he's top in the eight. If you ju- just the 80s, probably top five player. Yeah. Like, I don't know if any, like, so Tony Gwynn had a pretty good run. Yeah. It, it, but it's hard to quantify just getting on base and getting hits versus some of the power numbers that came out in the 80s, right? But, right. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, I think Dale Murphy had two MVPs in the 80s yeah. as well, right? So, and he, yeah. he hit for power fairly well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a lot of dudes better than fucking Robin Yount, who, Dan, did you know who Robin <laughs> Yount was? Do you know Mike, Schm- Mike Schmidt? Yeah. Well, I mentioned they his name a, earlier. They actually have a very similar batting stance. They both uh, tuck their chin into their front elbow or yeah. into their front shoulder like that. But yeah, they People know who Mike Schmidt is because Mike Schmidt was a local hero. Robin Yell was a local hero in Milwaukee, right? It's yeah. a, it's a fair point to make. Uh, and I, of course, everything you see on social media is like, "Oh man, he's talking shit." Like no reasonable human being. He still got like thirty two hundred hits, man. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Nobody. I. Then again, it's Manny Ramirez. Right. Uh, he's never been much of a shit talker, but he is kind of a goofy, wacky, l- loose tongue, loose yeah. lipped, I guess you could say. Uh, but, and by the way, th- it makes <clears throat> sense too, because look at even fucking like, who, look at Freddie Freeman. He got no love before like a year ago. He was, he's been all over ESPN every fucking week since he went to LA. Yeah. Every week. Um, let's we were see. like banging our heads against the wall. Braves fans mm-hmm. were constantly. When people were jacking off like Bryce Harper and shit like that, not that Bryce Harper's bad because he's not, he's got two MVPs, but uh, there were many years where Freddie Freeman was legitimately the better player. Mm. And, but he plays for Atlanta. It's not, it was, I, 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 and even though like, you know, Harper's only in, was only in DC and now Philly, but like mm. still, like it was, it's just, people would not have chosen to pay attention to, to be quite frank, a light hitting shortstop in Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he light hitting. He hit 260 home runs. Yeah, right. I guess at the time there were quite a few. It, that was kind of the emergence of the power hitting shortstop back then. He was, uh, yeah. I mean, A Rod and Nomar were hitting <clears throat> 30 plus homers a year. Yeah. Jeter was was Rip, not Ripken too, but he had he had started to move over to third base at yeah. that point. But yeah, he was he was the same. I mean, Jeter is the sixth leading, uh, six six and hits all time. Um. And he played less seasons than everybody above him, which Sick. I think is fair. And he did it on the premier team in baseball. In right? what was probably consistently the toughest division in baseball over his career. Yeah, and over one of the greatest periods in baseball history. So, you know, on top of everything else, all the right. accolades, like it's also like this dude's got fucking balls. You right. know what I mean? And how many of the dudes in front of him played before like specialized bullpen pitchers and shit like that? Um, so it's obviously Pete Rose would have had 4,000 hits if he had played a thousand years ago or a thousand years from now. Right. right? Same. Like, I don't know about Ty Cobb. That one's harder for me. I don't, I don't know. I don't really know how to quantify Ty Cobb's talent. Um, so it's Rose Cobb, um, Henry Aaron's third, who again, that dude would hit anywhere, anytime. He doesn't give a fuck. Uh, Stan Musial, same way. He'll hit anybody ever. And then Tris Speaker, which is another one. He he played pretty early, yeah. right? So it's hard to say with him. Um, and then there's Derek Jeter. And then Cap Anson and Honus Wagner, both of them, most of their careers came in the fucking 19th century. Right. You know what I mean? So, and then after him, it's Carl Yastrzemski and Albert Pools. So you're just, like, it's Paul Molitor. How many people know Paul Molitor? <laughs> Even though he was, uh, like, he was this close to being the fucking MVP of the 93 World Series, yeah. right? If Joe Carter hadn't hit that walk-off, it was probably going to be Paul Molitor. Uh, nobody knows who the fuck that dude is. Yeah. No, yeah, not one, not awkward. one prayer. Does anybody know who that guy is? And it's uh, it's a fair point. Yeah, I don't, I don't really, I don't know why Manny. Who? How did this conversation even happen? I mean, how does anything happen now? <clears throat> he was on some fucking podcast. Mm. Of course, yeah, yeah, some fucking podcast. Uh, speaking of which, 
people pay for this fucking podcast, so I'm going to do the ads Mm. real quick. Uh, If you love sports and you love making money, then MyBookie.com is the place for you. Not only does betting with MyBookie.com make every game more exciting, uh, but when you use the promo code DRINKINGBROS, your first deposit is instantly doubled up to $1,000. With thousands of bets to make on all your favorite sports, there is no shortage of ways for you to win at MyBookie.com. We just went over the college football betting odds the other Mm. day. I love A&M at 23 to 1 to yep. win it all. And honestly, their <laughs> FCC championship odds are probably not that much shorter. They're, I mean, they only have to beat Alabama. Literally. Right. I mean, maybe they, they'll probably catch a, a I mean, Georgia they, in the, in yeah, the SEC champ game. If they beat Alabama in the regular season, then that's a non-factor for them. Which, look, if. It's a big if. Right. It's a good team. Uh, but they did it last year. Yeah. Who knows? And now there's beef. So it's like, <laughs> it's gonna, that's going to be a fun game. That's going to be a blast. Uh, but I love. I, I'll probably sprinkle both them winning it all mm. and them winning the SEC because they're not going to be the fa- they're not the favorite to win it all, and they're not going to be the favorite to win the SEC. So no. uh, you're going to get decent odds on that. On top of having amazing lines and props, my bookie is also home to exclusive uh, contests and promotions that you, um, you know, like March Madness uh, stuff with golf tournament, all, all kinds of stuff. They have promotions all the time. Uh, fun thing to do and check out. So get out the couch and get in the game with mybookie.com and turn your love of sports into your new side hustle uh head today or head to mybookie.com today and use the promo code drinking bros to get your first deposit instantly doubled up to one thousand dollars and start winning today bet anything anytime anywhere with mybookie.com uh next up one last series in the month of june need to close it out strong the braves going up against a really unfortunate uh bryce harperless phillies now yeah. he's out until probably <clears throat> september that sucks man I, I mean, I like Bryce Harper. I do too. I like his, uh, like he, when he first came in the majors, he was a little presumptuous, mm-hmm. but uh, I think Chipper Jones used to call that necessary arrogance. That's how, that's how he referred to his confidence when he went up to the plate. Like, yeah. I, I, you have to remind I mean, yourself that you belong here and that you're better than everybody. He did right? some, some cunty things like uh, kicking the A in the dirt at Turner <clears throat> Field and stuff like that. But it, that's like, you know, T.O. putting the, yeah. or like Baker Mayfield playing yeah, yeah. the flag at the 50. Yeah, or T.O. on the star. Yeah. 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 I mean, it is what it is, but I like him. He's a hard, he plays whatever you else you can say about Bryce Harper. He fucking, one, he's obviously a very good baseball player, but he plays hard. Yeah. Constantly. Oh, yeah. Um, there was one time he didn't and he had to choke some dude because of it, but, um, you know, shit happens sometimes. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck that. What was his name? Is the Red Sox closer? Uh, Papelbon. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Papelbon. Yeah, that guy, nobody really liked him. No. Uh, but tonight, starting off strong for for them, not so much for us. Uh, Charlie Morton's going, although he he's historically handled the Phillies pretty well, uh, and he's had a couple good starts Yeah. Uh, recently. Zach Wheeler is fucking having another good season. Dude, I think the Phillies have two or three pitchers in the top 30 and wins above replacement right now. Nola is tied. We're going to talk about that in a bit, mm. but Nola is really high up there, tied for first in the NL in, in wins above replacement. As long as he doesn't go against the Marlins because <laughs> he gets wrecked by the Marlins every time. It's weird, but sure. Everybody's well, got that team. Yeah, Morton, uh, the top of the lineup handles really well. Um, Real Muto hits 318 against him, but not any, not real power. Uh, and JT is a little fucked up right now. Yeah, he is. Yeah, um, Gregorius is middle of the road against him. He's, Alec, he's Alex Bohm is actually really good. Bohm might be worried about Gregorius. I don't care about his career numbers because no. he's yeah, he's nothing now. But yeah. uh, uh, Herrera, Dubal Herrera kills us. He destroys Charlie Morton. He's hitting like six hundred against him with two home runs. Herrera kills all Braves yeah. pitching. He is just like that dude where you're like. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. Why? <clears throat> yeah, it's irritating. Uh, the Braves are pretty decent. Like the guys that have seen, uh, They've seen a lot of Wheeler. I mean, Wheeler a lot. Yeah, they're they're like two fifty to three fifty range. Yeah. Relatively good. There's a couple of guys. Not Dansby. Dansby's not looked good against Wheeler in the past. So that that's interesting. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, new, new Dansby. Who does? Yeah. Uh, well, the Phillies are probably still in rebound mode. Like we got to circle the wagons and, and yeah. get this done. So I this is a must win series for me. Uh, yeah, like, like I, I'm gonna uh, dropping two or three to the Dodgers is like, damn, we had that, but uh, they're the Dodgers. Like, yeah. I don't want to lose two of three to the Phillies. No, I mean, it, it, and we're we're set up pretty good now, right? So uh, Wednesday night, tomorrow night is Kyle Wright versus Suarez. Uh, Suarez. 
lefty Braves hit lefty pitching extremely well, and he doesn't pitch very well. He's got like a one fifty whip. Yeah. Um, I don't know what is. I don't know how our guys match up against him historically. And then close it out, it's it's Ian Anderson against Nola. Obviously, that's advantage Philly, yep. right? So they're going to have to fucking fight for this one. So we get – I mean, they get the bottom of our rotation. We get the top of theirs, <clears throat> yeah. essentially. Which is funny because the next – like Friday, we start a series with Cincinnati, yeah. who is not very good at baseball. Uh, yeah. they, they've improved over their start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there's no way to go down from where they began, right? No. They, they started Up was the, the only direction they could have possibly gone. Yeah, and then uh, – yeah that that's it is what it is i this is i really want this series especially because it of who the mets are playing the mets are playing the astros yeah and they've uh the astros beat them both times last are they they won yeah, they, two they, three i, I think, think the so, last yeah. series or maybe they won both games maybe it was a two game they series. Hand, I, actually i think you're right i think it was a two game series but they handled them yeah um yeah that's this is the good time another opportunity for us to bring it down to like three <laughs> right that's that that should be the goal if you get it to four that's good if you get it to three that's better yeah um because we've been floating between six and four yeah. since the winning streak, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, I think they'll be fine. Uh, they got to buckle down a little bit. Acuna's out, but, you know, they seem to play. It's it's weird without Acuna in the lineup sometimes. Uh, maybe it's a focus thing, guys. Just pay, like, you, you see better at bats out of yeah. Duvall, for example, when, when he's not in the lineup. And I wonder if there's something to that. Like, all right, I got to fucking focus this <laughs> time. lock in a little more. Yeah. Now the question is just what do you – I mean, every day is going to be different. So I, I would imagine some days you're going to have Arcia in left, Duvall in right, and Gosselin at second. Some days you're going to have Arcia at second, Duvall in right, Azuna in left. Maybe for the next week or so, but if Rosario's on track, he's going to be back pretty soon. I think he just yeah. plays right until Acuna well, gets back, and then they platoon left. Would, I, I would think you would have – probably uh, 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 Rosario in left and Duvall in right, right? Uh, maybe. I mean, Rosario played a lot of right. But he, he played both. Yeah. Right? Primarily, I think, played right field in Cleveland, but that may have been a necessity thing. Yeah. Uh, Duvall's got a better arm, for yeah, sure. He's the better fielder, just yeah. in general, I would say. Um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. I, it's it's still maybe a week and a half or so and before Rosario's ready, and, and fuck, Acuna may be back by then. If it's yeah. like a bone bruise or something like that, those things, see, they just like suck until they don't. You wake up the next morning like, oh, I don't feel yeah, shit cool. anymore. Yeah. So that's kind of how those, and that's what it is, right? It's, there's no ligament or tendon. There was or, no or, damage, yeah. Or muscle or, or bone damage. It's so just sore. It's a bone bruise. Yeah. It's just fucking a hematoma inside of your foot there. It kind of sucks because <laughs> there's like, 27 or 26 bones in your foot and all they're all moving independently and shit yeah, yeah. it's not a great place to have a fucking internal bruise no no not um, ideal now this is funny this is almost like uh i don't know i don't know what to think about this uh jock peterson apparently would hide during batting practice when the braves would face to- whatever team tommy I think he was on, was the, on. Pa- the padres still yeah because he's, he, he's new to the reds this year yeah or the, no maybe it was padres or brewers i can't remember let me look it up real quick. Uh, Dan, will you pull up the video of, that, that I have up on uh, <clears throat> on Twitter or whatever? This is uh, Tyler Matzik and Josh Tomlin talking about uh, Jock Peterson hiding from Tommy Pham last year uh, while he was on the Braves. So, yeah, he was on the Padres last year. Mm. Um, so I guess it was w- whatever series we played the Padres in when Peterson was on the team. Uh, do we have the rights from John Boy Media? Eh. Nah, whatever. We're not making any money off this. When your former teammate, Jock Peterson, got slapped in the face by Tommy Pham. What the hell, Jock? Do something back, first and foremost. What the hell are you doing letting somebody bitch slap you? That's number one. Number two, I knew it was going to happen. I saw the text message. You weren't in the league. league. I'm, not, not, I'm not in the league. No, this was going on all last year. So we, he, we, we, would, we would hear about this in our, in our clubhouse before yeah. this ever happened. And the biggest one was when we went to San Diego that end of the year and he literally did not leave the clubhouse. Chop did not leave the clubhouse because he knew Tommy Pham was out there and Tommy <laughs> Pham wanted to slap him and beat him up. And so he just stayed inside <laughs> the clubhouse, didn't take BP for three days, just stayed inside the cage and then would come out to the game. It was fantastic. So the whole clubhouse, everybody knew this and he thought that it had like, you know, Tommy left or that Pham had left the league and like he was good to go, came out and then, yeah. What a grudge to hold. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that's been a year in the making. And Did he, he not even know that Fam slapping. played for the Reds? Josh, was that why he was, was on the reaction? field? That's a good question. Yeah. 
Like it, <laughs> Peterson doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that keeps up with all the rosters. No. You know what I mean? uh, maybe maybe football rosters, but not baseball. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. Holy <clears> shit, <throat> that cracks me up. Uh, I love Jock. Pe- I miss Jock Peterson. Yeah, he's he is forever one of my favorite mm. players. Now I used to hate him when he was on the Dodgers just because he murdered mm. us, but now I just fucking love the guy. Uh, next up, Max Fried legit Cy Young contender at this point. I don't think there's any way around it. I would say he's probably in second or third in the in the poll so far. Uh yeah. In the race. I mean, you've essentially I would say Sandy Alcantara's first, mm. ERA under two and just fucking dominant. Mm. Uh tied with Freed in um wins above replacement. And then I would say, even though his wins about his his the bigger analytics don't like him as much, mm. but in terms of more traditional shit, Tony Gonsolin nine to zero with a, a lower ERA than Alcantara. Even yeah. I mean, you got to think those two are in the pole position. Yeah, probably those two guys. Maybe Musgrove. Um, yeah, he's he's done pretty well. Uh, the but but Freddie's right there. I mean, he's uh, two seventy seven ERA. More importantly, a one hundred five WHIP. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, seven and two. Seven and two. They, I think the he's seven and two, but I believe the Braves are uh, eleven and four in yeah. his starts. Yeah, their records. Even if better. I'm not mistaken, so like he's keeping even when he's not great, he's been keeping them in ball games and stuff like that, which is what you want your ace to do. I mean, and, he's been a complete stopper. And by the way, those two losses, I think they were both the first two losses of the season. Yeah, too. yeah. So since then, I mean, he's just been <clears throat> ripping it. Yeah, and it's you know. The Cy Young Award is a weird one. I think you can pretty much tell who the MVP is going to be most years. Mm-hmm. I'm not always sure who the Cy Young is going to be. Sometimes, yeah, the pitching just... Well, of this last year, we were like... I guess we knew who the MVPs were mm-hmm. going to be, but we were like... I mean, Otani made sense, but Harper yeah. was almost just like by default because there was no one else that had really played their way into it. Uh, I know you liked Riley's candidacy, but uh, I mean... Well, it was, it's only because of a nine-game stretch where the Braves literally won the division against I f- harper i feel like yeah if you want to stick to best player on the best team look technically riley and harper had commensurate wins above replacement as well now his uh harper's wrc plus was quite a bit higher but he right. now like this year let's say harper had the same year this year that he had last year do you even consider him at dh Right. You know what I mean? Like, he's not even playing the field anymore. Right. So, anyways. Which, technically, is probably helping his team, but... It's helping his team, and it's certainly helping him. Yeah. Right? Well, it was until recently, but... Yeah, back to Freddie. Uh, <clears throat> over the last 30 days, 206 ERA, 3-0. and You know what I mean? Like, he's... I mean, he's, he's getting better and better. He, Dave Roberts called yeah. him the best left-hander in the league. I don't think there's any question about that. Who Who else would you... Maybe that's why Kershaw was mad. I mean, Kershaw's actually having a really good year. Yeah. Uh, I mean... He's that, hurt, I think, right now, but... Yeah, he's... Well, he's always hurt, Yeah, but, he's always... Uh, I, I, <laughs> other than Urias, I can't think of anybody else in baseball that... that uh, a lefty pitcher that's that's done what Freddie's done this year. Uh, the only thing that uh, Max Freed has left to do is win a Cy Young, because he's got the World Series, the big all the big game mm-hmm. bullshit and all that stuff. He's The numbers are there, so, I mean, it really is just a matter of taking home uh non-championship hardware yeah. right um i look he's gonna keep getting wins one thing that's interesting so gonsolin and alcantara both have kind of sketchy peripherals which i mm. was not surprised at with gonsolin just because he's the type of guy that advanced metrics don't like even if he is a very yeah. good pitcher <clears throat> uh, i was surprised to see that with alcantara though because alcantara is just a fucking dominant yeah. pitcher reminds me like johan santana or some mm. bullshit um but yeah, his fielding independent pitching and all that stuff, it was in the threes. It was quite a bit higher mm. than his actual ERA. Um, Gonsolin's is the same way, but again, like I said, Gonsolin's just the type of guy that the numbers, it's like a Tom Glavin type, right? The numbers yeah. aren't going <clears> to, <throat> the metrics aren't going to love him, but you can, t- like, he passes all the eye tests and shit like that. Uh, Gonsolin is going to keep racking up wins. Yeah, and that, I mean, he's, it happens th- this way year to year. There's this one guy that gets all the runs, yeah, on your team, and it's Gonsolin on that team. Like they fucking score so much, and it doesn't hurt that he's got a 158 ERA. Either, yeah, they but, don't need to give him a lot of runs; yeah. he just gets them. Yeah, it always works like that. Like for us, if we average six and a half runs a game in uh, Ian Anderson's games, he'd probably be doing a lot better. I actually, uh, yeah, right. Um, I want to say in 2019. 
Max Freed had the highest run support in the majors because he had more wins than Soroka. Yeah, it was 18 and 8, right? Uh, 17 and 6. Mm. But he had um, uh, not a great year. Yeah, he was a 402 ERA, but he was 17 and 6 because we were just dumping in runs whenever mm. he was on the mound, which is pretty funny. But uh, yeah, um, I. I don't know, you know, yeah, seven and two, two seven seven ERA, tied for wins above replacement, and he is on par with his peripherals. Freed is, yeah. he's within range of what they should be. Um, what's interesting is him, Gonsolin, and Alcantara are all neither, no, none of the three of them are Kang above a double digit per nine. Yeah, um, <clears throat> you can see it with Max. He's he's learned to be a little bit more efficient, mm-hmm. pitch to contact a little bit. Um, he it's it burned him in the first two games. There's a lot of exavilo damage. Oh my god! Just like shitty seventy five mile per hour exavilo hits. But yeah, you know, over time that stuff, you know, it seems to work out. Averages itself yeah. out. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm excited. I'm, that makes me, now it's it's fun to have a Cy Young winner too because it's you it's it's almost like a second game happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's you're just like. All right, man, because you only get to start once every five, six days or whatever. So you're like, all right, Max, let's fucking go. Like, keep, build that resume. Uh, whereas, like, in, if you have an MVP candidate, it's a little easier to get lost in the weeds, I guess, on that. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for Max. I'm, I'm hoping. I, I kind of feel like Alcantara is going to fall off. I don't think Gonsolin will. Uh, no, Gonsolin looks like he'll be fine. Alcantara. I don't know, man. He's not going to get the win. I mean, the wins are yeah, going to be tough to come by. That's, that's the real problem for him. He, I mean, he might be a thirteen and six or thirteen and seven guy at the end of the season, but you know, I don't think wins play as much of a role in in the Cy Young Award. It's waning, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> last story is the weirdest. May he might be the weirdest. So there's Mark Fidrich, right? Bird, mm. the bird Fidrich, who would do weird dances out on the fucking mound and shit. Um, Turk Wendell, who would chew an entire pack of black licorice in between innings and then brush his teeth or during the, while he was out on the mound and then he would brush his teeth in between innings. There've been some characters, right? Right. Especially pitchers, uh, over the years. Grinky's might be the, he might be the weirdest person to ever play baseball. Uh, ever maybe. I mean, mm. cause it, you know, you got like Maddox <clears throat> who was a prankster and goofy and, and like quiet, uh, looked really reserved, but like it, in the clubhouse was like nuts and stuff like that. And like, equal parts like nerd and asshole piece of shit like it, it, interesting guy granky i don't i don't know like he's not a human being yeah like i don't know what the fuck this is uh, well, it's, could, it's autism yeah that's what it is like he just doesn't know how to interact with other people like a dude uh <clears throat> who is it um one of his teammates i don't remember who it was i saw the story uh in reference to this new story the guy was not hitting well mm-hmm. and he was like man i he was talking to grinky he was like man i'm sucking right now and grinky's like yeah you are he's like if, <laughs> if i were facing you i was throwing you sliders you'd have no chance and he's walked away like what the fuck it's your teammate and then he had wasn't there some uh was it fantasy baseball shit or football some, he was, yeah fantasy football was asking who they were starting yeah, he's trying to make like a trade in the middle of the game yeah. with his catcher. <laughs> like he called a mound visit to propose a fantasy football <clears throat> trade. Yeah, but this one is this latest one. This is pretty weird. So like, if you could pull up the picture, just it, fuck, man. Like, just look at it, the look on his fucking face is especially good. So I'm gonna read the caption. Uh, right before I took this picture, Granky acted like he was about to sign my ball. And in the picture, he's holding the ball out. If you're just uh, just listening. Um, he came over and grabbed the ball and looked at me and then chucked it as far as he could. <laughs> I, I, I then asked why he did that. He said, for my amusement. Well, that's one way to go about it. <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like that's something you would do. I would totally do that, yeah. yeah. But then I would bring the guy like a fucking whole kit of stuff right. signed. By I don't the think Zach did any of that. No, <laughs> there was no follow up. If it's a grown sure. ass man asking for an autograph, yeah, throw that ball. But that if it's is, a kid, yeah, this dude's probably just going to resell it anyway. Yeah, it's, adult auto- true, autograph yeah. chasers aren't great. Yeah, no, that's stupid. Um, but it's still I, giving Grinky the benefit of the doubt in a social interaction probably isn't the best policy. <laughs> 
He fucks that up nine times out of ten. Yeah. Somehow. This could have really just been like a nerdy adult yeah. who was like, oh, you're going to be a Hall of Famer, baby. Like, please sign my ball. And Zach was just like, fuck you. I feel like Zach Grinky is probably on more than five occasions. Ask a fat woman when she was due. <laughs> like that or just like knew she was fat and was just like, that's bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's very, that, that's why like the frankness and re- complete disregard for the, the receiver's emotions mm-hmm. makes me think he might be a little touched. Oh, he, I think he is. Like, I think he, they've said he is. Yeah. <clears throat> Still pretty funny. Oh, for I think it's hilarious. Uh, Especially, like, I, I'm, I like it when uh, kids go try to get autographs from dudes, but they're wearing the opposing team's jersey, and the guy's yeah. like, fuck you, kid. Get the right jersey. <laughs> I think a Phillies player just did that recently. Mm. It was going to hand it in, and then, uh, was it Hoskins? Hoskins, yeah. yeah. Sick. I love, I love the move. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I'm into it. Uh, that's all I got for today. Yep. I'll see you. See you home.